ever looked at someone and in their nice new shiny car and thought, I hate you? Well, welcome to Women Like Us podcast. Today we're talking about envy. I'm Mandy Nolan. I'm Ellen Briggs. Yeah. and We're Women Like Us. We are Women Like Us and we're talking about envy. We've been through the other sins. We're now up to envy and I have to admit, I do get it a bit. Do you still? Yeah, yeah, I often look at stuff and I don't feel like... Because it can... You sort of think it's going to be... Sorry, I cut you off. It's a it's a young person's thing and you get to our age and go, none of that matters, but you still do? Yeah, I still... Because it, it covers itself now in resentment and bitterness because that's what we have now. <laughs> resentment and bitterness is not a deadly sin, um, but that's how we've learned to cover our, our envy. Like you'll see... You go, oh, look at you with your nice whatever. And there's a little bit of envy in there, like a little bit of... I have to admit it. I do... Yeah. I do sometimes want to back into someone's nice car. Um just just so they don't So have... you think you get your envy and turn it into revenge, punishment. Well, it's not even revenge, it's just No, punishment. It could be punishment and just a little bit of joy for me. Like it's not you know, going like I can't have that and that's a horrible thing to have. You know, I'm coveting their my neighbour's cow. Um, as it were, <laughs> or coveting my neighbour's car. And I you know, it's just it's just that you feel like more entitled to things that you should have it. Like, why do they have that? Do you ever do that thing where you look at how easy their life is? Look what they're doing. There's a little bit of that. Like when you see people really like the Instagram mums, I hate them because they're just easy. It was yeah, not... but are you envious of them? You wouldn't want to be one of them. Oh, would you? Because oh, I would have to. I don't want to be one. But you don't want them to exist. No, and I think <laughs> what I don't want them to have is their enormous privilege. Yeah, right. And in a sense, that's kind of envy. Like if I was a really nice, loving person, I would go, oh, hello, Instagram mom, how nice that you have amber beads on your child and all you do is lie in the grass. You know, we didn't, because I go, it wasn't like that. When, it wasn't like that for us when we had kids. No, don't... but see, I don't, I don't feel envious of them at all because I, I know that probably 90% of it is fake. I just look at them and think they're fuckwits. Well, I think, I think that. I'm not envious of that. I'm just envious of the fact that they're, they're not doing it as hard as we did. Like, I want to see them. They will. Their time will come, Mandy. I want to see their chafed nipples on Instagram. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the fat roll over the top of their jeans. I want to see that child throwing a tantrum. I want to see. I want to see them crying in the car because they think this is, that's what I want to see. Yeah, and right. I, yeah. I don't want to see the pretty pictures. I guess I do. I guess I do sometimes go, oh, God, why, you know, why do I have to work? Like, I know people that just, you know, some really good friends of mine are really super wealthy, you know, like, oh, we've just bought another house and we've just done this. And, we've, and they're not bragging, but they're going, come visit us at our new holiday house, you know. I mean, they've got a lot of holiday houses and new boat and new cars and all that stuff. And I'm kind of like, oh, God, we're just trying to pay the mortgage here. Yeah, I do have to admit, if someone says holiday house, and it's theirs. You do feel a little bit jealous. Yeah. A little bit Although envious. then the other side you go, cool, I know people with a holiday house. Yeah, I can a, get a free a holiday. I don't feel that envious anymore, really. I'm, I I don't even think I'm really bullshitting when I say I'm pretty happy with my lot in life. I'm envious of people who have really well-behaved dogs. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> what... I don't have one anymore. Yeah. I used to. And really high-achieving children. Yeah, no, I'm not even envious of that. Yeah, I get a little bit envious of people that have an easy time and stuff because I've yeah. had to, I go, I've had, it's been hard for me. Yeah. I've had a hard time. So I did get like, you know, and envy, you know, it's kind of thing like it's it, it has morphed into resentment. Um, <laughs> I think that's okay. You know, I'm not sitting there being horrible about it, but no. I do recognise that um, you can feel a little bit like, you know, 
that you go, wow. Yeah, a bit jealous. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. normal. Like if, if, you know, sometimes you'd like something to happen and it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, particularly in your career sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. I have to admit as a comedian that's been at it for 30 years to, to watch people that I sometimes might personally think, I'm funnier than. Yeah, you have more talent. Get opportunities that I would like. It's, And you really want to be happy for people. But yeah. sometimes it does make you feel a bit. Yeah, you're right. Actually, in my career, you, it's certainly it's very hard to push that aside. It's because very hard once, not to be a bitter old hack. Once you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just who we are now. No, no. Um, once you have that and you start comparing yourself to other people in our industry, um, you're kind of doomed, I reckon. You are. You really just have to play your own game and go, yeah, if you got it. I mean, I had that big opportunity last year that I really, you know, I was led to believe that I would have it, have a job on radio and all that sort of stuff, and it and it didn't happen. And I was pretty, yeah, I was pretty envious, but I was also, I was more um, pissed off with the way they dealt with it. Yeah. You know, they were, they were really not very... Um, honest and open about it and still haven't told me that I got the job so I'm still hopeful oh you might get it <laughs> 12 months later I didn't tell you Ellen they've approached me I'm starting <laughs> there you go it is a funny thing and because it's an unattractive aspect of human nature yeah and see I actually believe all humans to a large degree probably even the Dalai Lama I reckon the Dalai Lama is probably like envious of someone else like another enlightenment probably envious of Russell Branch now Going, oh, oh, I wish I had a beard. He probably wishes he had a beard. Maybe, he was... maybe guys, I wish I was taller. Yeah, like Russell Brand. But hey, do you? Uh, let's talk about Russell Brand. Yeah. How do you feel about him? Do you know, I still really like him. Do you? Yeah, I still kind of think he's. I, I know he's on a weird little trip, but I kind of think I have to be. I have to think. Look, he's not as funny, but I don't think he wants to be. And I kind of love that he's left that space. And he's gone off into some other I hate, space. I just can't stand that preachy fucking bullshit, you know, yeah. sitting there looking like a, like you've just been dragged through the bush by a tiger or something. Ellen, like he's really. Are you a little bit jealous? No, I fucking hate him. You could, you could imagine <laughs> Ellen coming on and going, telling that she I'm doesn't. Jealous she's jealous of not, Russell. <gasps> she's not I've a just pre- realised. I'm jealous of Russell Brand. No, I'm not. He really annoys me. Does he? Yeah, he's one of the, one of the, him, he might Donald be an, he Trump. He might be an eating trigger. He could be. He would make me go. He would make me go to the fridge. <laughs> oh, seriously, I kind of, I have to admit, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for it. I wouldn't actually agree with everything, but I do, I do love the way he speaks. I love listening to him talk. He's got a really, I, I, I love his voice. Do you? Yeah. See, that's one of the things I, I hate. And I remember when, see, remember he was married to um, Katy Perry? Do you remember that? Yeah. And then she went and hooked up with my beloved John Mayer and I just feel like I just feel like this huge cloud of chlamydia hangs over John now oh (laughs) and that's there's might be a little bit dirty around the John Mayer I feel like around around the Katy Perry (laughs) yeah I feel like there may be a little bit of envy around around that I'm envious of anyone who's got to sleep with John Mayer see there you never gonna happen to me well you never know it's never gonna happen for me it's never it's unrealistic yeah, but that envy, isn't it? Yeah. But in, the, in my day-to-day life, I don't see people. I mean, I had, a, you know, I don't see people in fancy cars and go, oh, look at you, you fuck it, in your fancy car. I don't do that. No. But it did happen to me. I think we've mentioned it before, you know, when I had that I had that BMW for a while and people used to, someone that we knew who we thought were friends, right, someone mm. else told us that um, 
this guy said, oh, see, Ellen's driving around in a BMW now, just confirms that they're dickheads. Wow. We actually thought they were friends. We used to see them at barbecues and stuff. <gasps> Not friends anymore. Who actually told you that? Don't know. Can't remember, but that's they told the, us. That's something that I find really appalling, and I think it's a little bit of a conundrum. If someone says something about really a really good friend of yours, do you pass that on to them? Like, do you tell them? Because some, like, there's some things maybe you need to tell sometimes, but sometimes the people, those people who pass on negative things are sometimes purveyors of um, pain. They get a weird enjoyment out of telling you something nasty. Mm. I don't know if I, I don't know, Ellen, if I would have told you if someone said that about you. I would be really. But then there's the other side, I guess. Are you just going to let them keep seeing those people and and you know know. that they're real shitty people to your good friend? I might kind of say something. It's kind of one of those hard things, isn't it? it? Because it's kind of a nasty. Yeah, I've always found it difficult. People say something, I'll never go and say, you know what they said about you. It's happened you. to me a couple of times and it's like a bit of a gut punch. I had a very good friend, very good friend that I spent lots and lots of time with and, and I heard that and another good friend told me that she said something really, really quite hideous about me and in my way, you know that I do What did this. they say? I, Don't just say um, idiot. I know what they said. Said that... She saw something at, at my other friend's house that I had given to her after my kids right. had grown up. So yeah. it was like the the change table or the you know yeah. the cot or whatever. And she said, "Oh, so you're Ellen's latest charity project now, right? That- like I do things for my friends to make you know to make yourself feel to better. make myself feel better, or that I think I'm better than them and I'm giving them charity. Right? It's one of the fucking change table out of the house, and you've had yeah. a baby here. Have it. Yeah, have it. Yeah, that's what you do." Yeah. I'm not using you as charity. I'm using you as a dumping ground. Yeah. So get it clear. Yeah, yeah. Bitch. So I just, I really, it really upset me. <laughs> Did it? And you know what happens when people upset me, no, Mandy. That's it. That's, that's it. The end. Blocked. Yeah. It's like unfriended. Yeah. I was unfriending people before unfriended was even a word. <laughs> it wasn't I. Yeah, you Done. were. It is, it is that weird thing where, you know, often someone will tell me and I'll go, oh, well, doesn't matter. Like a friend told me the other day. Something that she actually admitted what she'd done. To you? Yeah, this, this friend, and that she'd gone off in, in a particular situation and said something like, you know, I'd written something um, anti-5G as a joke. and and Not she's, really joking. It wasn't joking, no, but jokingly. It was written mm. in a funny sort of way because it was about conspiracy theories. And she's a lovely friend and she's she's part of the anti-5G movement. And then she, she told me that, she got really bullied by the 85G people because she's my friend oh. to get some dirt on me. Oh. Yeah. And and you, and that's a horrible thing. I felt really bad for her it's that pretty she cool, did it. And then they're doing that. I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like getting they're, dirt. they're getting their shit together. And I'm like, if you want to get dirt on <laughs> to me. To arm you. Yeah. They, they just read my well, book. Remember when I infiltrated their. Oh, yeah. So they don't. They're not very good dirt diggers because no. it wouldn't be hard to link you your name with my name, right? No. But I infiltrated their Facebook page, remember, and saw all the shit they were saying about you. They I were know. saying like feed her to the dogs, and and I couldn't <laughs> handle it. I, I actually revealed myself pretty fucking quick Did and I? just went, "You're disgusting. You fucking vile people. You know, you're worried about the health of people, but you're saying, you know, this miso- and that was a dude." You know, this misogynistic yeah. sort of feed her to the dogs, fuck her, you know. Like it was really, really violent. It was horrible. Which is kind of ironic when you're talking about public health. 
Yeah. And you're going, people have concerns for people's public That's public what health, I was but saying they're, to they're them. like points of violence. But anyway. there you are saying that you'll kill and they, someone. And they bullied my friend and, and she got really upset. I think she went into the echo and probably kind of yelled at them or something about me or something I'd written or I don't know what she actually said. And then she rang up. She goes, I feel really bad. I was, you know, and, and it was really nice that she apologised. Oh. And I went, I don't even care. It's just lovely that you said that. And I'm sorry that I put you in that situation. And mm. we kind of, I was never You're upset fine. about it. Yeah. But um, that that was kind, of, <laughs> was kind of nice. It's weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. You would get a lot of people, I think, because you're you're much more your profile is much higher than I get, mine. People have yeah. You get put it. yourself out there, and I think a lot of people um, do get a bit envious of you that you have because you get asked all the time to can you write about this? Can you use your platform to write yeah. about the you know the, the corner of my street that needs to have yeah. a pothole? And then when you say, well, no, I can't really. Then it switches around, doesn't it? And well, it's it this, can oh, well, switch. she picks and chooses who she does stuff. That's a form of envy, I guess. Yeah, you, you do get, you, you can have a little bit of a switch. I generally get a lot of really lovely comments and stuff from people, but occasionally, if it comes, it comes really, really vile. Yeah. You know, and it's sort of a, um, I guess sometimes people, are, are, there would be a form of envy that you've got a voice that people yeah. are actually going to listen to. And sometimes that, I'm, um, you know, that I'm saying something that they don't like. Yeah. Which is probably not really envy um, so much as that. Hatred. Hatred. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're getting pretty close to wrath. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're getting too close to the wrath. I reckon envy is, I think envy is probably a younger person's thing, you know, because you actually, you're still working out who you are. I mean, I do remember a very funny situation. I was going out with a guy and, and I, you know, I thought I really loved him. I didn't really. Now I look back. Um, I was just pissed off that he basically left me and left me for someone else. And I used to drive past his new girlfriend's house. My girlfriend, Julie, and I would disguise <laughs> ourselves by weirdly uh, putting our ta- our head in towels. You know, like we've just washed our hair. Because nobody's going to notice that, Mandy. And just go the past car, our hair. Dri- with our hair in towels like that going, oh, they'll never see us. And I was so jealous of her. That she, because that's that betrayal, you know, like yeah. he, he dumped me for her. So she's obviously better than me, isn't she? I, so I was very envious of her. I remember being with partners where I was jealous and it's not something I actually, it's true, I don't feel it now in my relationship because it, no. it's pointless. But um, I remember being younger and and a lot of times that feeling of envy came out of a feeling of, well, sometimes the relationship wasn't great and sometimes I didn't have very strong self-esteem. But, you know, I had a partner that, and he was a huge flirt, massive flirt. And women were often throwing themselves at him. Mm. Um, and we'd go to places and he would just work the room. And you'd kind of go like, oh, this is really boring. Um, and I would find myself feeling like I never really acted on it. But it was a horrible feeling because it actually makes you feel kind of really nasty. Like it doesn't, you know, I, I didn't ever... I've never confronted anyone and yelled at them or anything like that, mm. you know, you know, ex, you know, except one boyfriend that did have an affair. That was a, and I was, I was kind of jealous and I found out we were living in Canberra because we'd moved there and we lived in a house for about six weeks and I said, I can't stand living with you. You're really annoying. I'm going to move out, find some new people to live with. And then, And then I did, and he was working all around the country. He was a promoter for lots of bands and comedians. And he said, oh, 
I, I'm going to move somewhere too, but it, I'm not going to tell you where I live because I need space. Oh. Yeah, I know. He said, I need space. And then I went, because I was actually pretty cool. I went, this is my 20s. I went, yeah, okay, that's cool. And um, I'm at a dinner party and the women at my table there's, invite a friend over, the woman that I live with, and one of the women goes, oh, she got a bit drunk. She got this amazing guy's moved in and he's just so cool and he does this and he does that and he's really handsome and his, his name's Alex. And I went, oh, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend. And it just went really weird. And then weirdly that woman decided she hated me. Uh, rather than him. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because mm. I, was, I was the younger woman and I was a lot better looking too actually. I um, and you know, kind oh, of course, smarter. she was envious of you. Yeah, you were the girlfriend. Yeah, she was, yeah. You know, I had everything going on. Yeah, I was on Centrelink. <laughs> I was a waitress. I think, <laughs> I think I had that Living much going Canberra. on. But that was kind of horrible. Yeah, that, that is a, horrible. That was a horrible feeling. And then that made me really suspicious in that relationship. I just knew that you know he was always buttering his toast on both sides. Yeah, which is dangerous because if you drop it. Eating both ends of the crumpet. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a dirty side. You get a dirty side. That's right. So what about you, Ellen? Because I know, you know, your husband's always, you know, had women throwing him. They've sort of thrown themselves at him too in your relationship. Yeah. Well, he, because he's, he's in a high-profile job, um, I think it's the nature of that. You know, power yeah. is attractive, right? Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I have had it. I have had it. He, he, there was an incident where he was actually working with someone who I really believe that she fell in love with him. Yeah. And he, Alex really loves women. You know, he's a nice guy and he likes being around women. He works in a very male dominated industry. And so when there's a, you know, when there's a chick around, he's like, great, I don't have to speak to these dudes anymore. You know, can you imagine living, working, traveling with the same guys, you know, all year? Honestly, when I go out to dinner with them, when I used to travel, I would feel like a fucking supermodel. They were all hanging on every word I said. They couldn't do it because I was just someone different. Yeah. It's just a different energy. I could have been anyone. Um, anyway, yeah, she she would try and, you know, like we we sat down for dinner one night and she kind of went, okay, Ellen, you're sitting down there. You know, I'm here. And she had herself sat next to Alex and I was like, fuck you. I'm sitting down there. I haven't traveled all this way to sit with people. I don't know. I'm here to see my husband. I'll be sitting there. Thanks. Oh, wow. And I remember you told me a story once about someone that actually thought you were having a go at their husband. Yeah. And got really angry. Actually had, cause that's, that's how it can that's enact on you. That's a fucking funny story. Actually. I love that story. Is this the karaoke story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I love karaoke, right? I'm a karaoke glutton, aren't I? Remember when we went to karaoke no, yeah, last time at the get, pub? I get blocked, you got to pry the mic from my hand. Don't just pry like you go, I wonder who's up next. Oh, it's Ellen. <laughs> Ellen and that person. Ellen and the homeless guy. Yeah. Ellen. I basically, I recruit other people. and To give them support. Well, no, just so it's not just me up there. But I, then I don't really let them sing. I think you get karaoke, sing over them. karaoke envy. Like if someone else has yeah. got the microphone, you want their song. Oh, fuck, yeah. I go, I was going to do that one. I love it. Anyway, so we're at our very good friend's place and they had become good friends with their neighbours and we met them this night. I think it was New Year's Eve. And this is back in the day where I used to really go hard on the grog. I was a really big drinker. And he said, the neighbour said, obviously it came up that I like karaoke. Till Generally I go, yeah. hi, Melon, I love karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I've got a karaoke machine at home. We can... 
hey, Trev, can we plug it into your TV? And he's like, yeah. And I go, let's fucking go. <laughs> I wouldn't even know this guy if I fell over him, right? I don't even think I looked at his face. He just said karaoke. Abducted into the white slave trade just by someone opening a car and going, <laughs> yeah. I've got some karaoke in And here. I'd be fine with it if they just let me sing a little right. bit through the day. Just a couple of islands I'll in the do, stream. It's fine. I'll suck Son of a preacher night. man. I'll yeah. just have to sing Preacher Man a yeah. few times and <laughs> exactly. I'm good. I'll be happy. I'll be good to go, yeah. Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we go to the house next door and mm. in the meantime, we're, and we're all blind, right? In the meantime, I mean, so drunk that I at one stage was doing snow angels on the floor. Yeah. There's no snow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is in December in, um, oh, it's New Year's Eve. So it's in December in Australia. It was fucking, yeah. boy, anyway. Um, the wife has gone, you know, where's my husband? Oh, he and Ellen have gone next door to get the karaoke machine. Well, she thinks that means something else. Oh. So she comes down the driveway. I've got my hands full of the, it was like you had to put a DVD thing in, you know, and yeah. it came up with the words. I've got my hands full of those and I'm running up like really excited. Like, like oh, we're going to play karaoke. <laughs> and she fucking nails me, just pushes me. I pushed you, I pushed. I actually pushed me. Like I had blood coming out of my knees because I'm on the concrete. She just pushes me and, and goes, you fucking stay away from my husband. And I was just, what? And all the karaoke DVDs oh. were splayed out on the concrete. Didn't care. I knew I was going to see karaoke. I just was like, I'm fucking interested in your husband. Picked them all up and I'm like, come on. Let's go. <laughs> Ran back. And then my girl, our girlfriend, Julie, whose house we were at, she goes, what happened to your knees? And I went, oh, your fucking neighbour just pushed me over. <laughs> she thinks I'm trying to crack on. Oh, that's And hysterical. Julie had to explain, no, she really loves karaoke. But do you know what? It's really funny, which I love, is the fact that most people would have gone home, Ellen. And gone, that's it. I'm not staying here. I've been assaulted. And you went, no, keep on the karaoke. You went through that. You pushed through and did your karaoke. I did my karaoke and actually pulled the television off the bracket on the wall from my, because I was dancing as well, doing yeah. it. I was probably yeah, doing imagine. some moves. Yeah. And the TV was up on a bracket on the wall and I pulled it down. And it made a big, they had this beautiful house and the TV crashed onto the floor and made a huge divot in their beautiful wooden floor. wasn't a great night for me. Did you, wake, did you wake up with a little bit of the shame? Yeah, and fucking sore knees. You know when you wake up and you've got scabby knees and you go to bend them and the scabs split? I was like, fuck, what happened? What happened to my knees? And Alex was there the whole time just like, yeah, she loves the karaoke. I used to get envious of, um, like I remember sitting in church when I was a kid and like, you know, this woman used to sit in front of me, this girl, she was older and she had really long black hair. Used to go to a bum and I used to just look oh. at this girl's hair. I was probably about seven or eight. And I used to look at her with admiration. I have to say there was a little envy. bit of envy. Like, well, I I mean, went, you know, now you say oh, that, wow. I, I guess I do. I do envy people. I envy your legs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I've always had such yeah, really. look at these things. I envy a flat stomach. Do you? It's not like flat anymore. But anyway, yeah. yeah, Yeah. So you know, a nice waist. Yeah, I had to have a small waist, but you know, I've got the I've got the chub rub legs. Always have. So I'm often, you know, it's weird, but I'm often looking at other women and their bodies, and I try not to compare myself to them because that's really unhealthy. But I just just go, you've got an easy life because you've got good legs. Yeah, (laughs) which is stupid because it's not true. But I do think women look at women a lot more than then um, we realise and we look at it comparing ourselves yeah. 
measuring ourselves up. And in a sense, there is a degree. And when you're in a really bad phase of that, it's not nice no. to go, oh, because it makes you feel horrible. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. It's a bit, a bit like that thing if you've ever had a really, um, you know, kind of, I think we're talking about when you've got a really fat friend, right, and the really fat friend loses weight, everyone feels a bit bad. A little bit. I was reading this. They go, oh, but you were the fat friend and we yeah, all felt good right. about ourselves because you were the fat one and we were fine. Yeah. Now you're the hot one, so one of us has to be the fat one. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Who's next? Well, I guess it's me. It's me. <laughs> now I'm the Great. fat friend. I'm the fat friend. Yeah. And you're going, now you get, you're like, you take, you took my spot. Yeah, yeah. It is funny. We Well, when we were looking up Envy, um, it comes from the, you know your Bible, don't you, Mandy? Well, I know my Bible. The oh, sin was... This sin was the inspiration behind the very first murder. I oh, know. Cain killed his brother. Abel. Abel, because he coveted the favour God showed Abel. Yeah, it was... Um, See, I didn't even know. I thought Cain and Abel just came from that Jeffrey Archer book. Did you? The book. Have you read Cain and Abel? No, I haven't. Great book. Is it a good one? Amazing story. Have you read the Bible? No. Great book. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> stories. <laughs> Like if you're into coveting, whoa! Or <laughs> the coveting chapters. Coveting is such a funny word. That's just Covet. wanting coveting. Like mm. you, it was the whole thing about coveting your neighbor's ass. You know, it's that meaning like an ass. I guess is was like a car. Be like me looking at your donkey. Yeah, looking at your nice, looking at that good donkey. Yeah, right. Yeah, look at that wanker and that good donkey. Yeah, look at you <laughs> up yourself and your super donkey. <laughs> Thing. I have to admit, I do see people in Ferraris and stuff and go, you are a we, cock. What is that? We really do judge people in in cars like that, don't we? And, and there's yeah, also they look thing... like cockheads in there. Like you, They looked like off is in it, But that's the car. It's an ugly car. Yeah, but I look inside and I see the person. And then generally they look like a cockhead. Like it's without fail. Have well, you seen so a non-cockhead about... in there? Well, No. My girlfriend had a had a boyfriend who had all of those sorts of cars yeah. and he was a real cockhead. See? And we used to, you know, if we went out for dinner with them, we used to have to go somewhere where he could park his car where we could see it from the restaurant. Oh, oh God. Oh, for fuck's sake. What a loser. And I remember I said to him one day, oh, that's a, that's a, um, Beauty, that's a beautiful Ferrari or something, mm. whatever I said. And he goes, oh, my God, it's a Lamborghini. Oh, really? Oh, my God, who gives a fuck? That's full on. Got my Commodore and drove home. Getting, I'm getting out of here. It is. I think sometimes people get those cars. You don't get a car like that unless you want other no. people to to associate look at you. and look at you. And often you'll because see. Because you can't drive that. I mean, they're really incredibly fast cars. So yeah. in Europe, you would have seen it when you're in Europe. In Europe, Matt, and when I was in Europe, and you would have seen it too. You're driving on those freeways. Yeah, the, yeah big And a fucking Ferrari flies past. They can do like 300 kilometres an hour, maybe not that far. I don't know. But you can't do that anywhere here. You can only do 110. So you are buying that car just for looks, aren't you? Yeah, you do. And they just all that. If they can't speed, they just can drive really quickly to the giveaway sign. Yeah, you know, yeah, not to a hundred in two seconds or something. But and you often look in the car, and you know it's usually you know an aging white guy. Yeah, and you go mm, nearly always, always, you know. Yeah, with probably massive prostate problems. Uh, <laughs> probably hasn't had it up for a long time. He's absolutely envious of the guy. Um, hitching on the side of the road is probably eighteen that can still get an erection. Yeah, and he's way to work through that. 
is to get the really fast get car. The car. If you've got your cock's not working, get a fast some women, car. Some women are attracted to those dudes in those cars because I guess what it what it is trying to say to society is I have a lot of money. It does. But you know what, Ellen? What about I want a nice car. Yeah. I want a cock. Yeah. You want a, you want a, you've got little man, you've got little cock syndrome. Well, I've never really had a really nice car. I've never really, really had, had a nice cock. cock. <laughs> I really want a nice cock. I actually do want a nice car. I'm actually, I'm not too nice. Like I would never get a brand new one. I still want a second-hand car. Oh, we're talking about cars now. I was no. like, what? Second-hand cock. <laughs> Going on cock bait. Uh, I don't bet on cock bait. So you get secondhand cocks. Uh. That's just the pub around yeah. here. Second and third hand cocks. But what about when you see a guy in a in a car like like my son and his mates are really into showy, flashy cars, very different mm-hmm. cars. Like they're the fully sick cars. Yeah. What do you think when you see those guys? I think um, I feel sorry for their parents. <laughs> Like you. Like, where are they going home to? Where are they parking tonight? Um, they're the ones you worry. You do worry about your daughter getting in the car with them. Oh. Yeah, they're not. Or your son, actually. Or your son. Yeah. Um, they're kind of cute. They're in there. Yeah, they're, they're not bothering different. anyone. Not really, it's different, isn't it? It's kind of different to that. Because they've know, got the showy car. They want people looking at them, but it's a different sort of person. You're what? not looking at those guys going, but wow. he's got heaps of money yeah, yeah. in his Toyota Corona yeah, <laughs> from 1980 that he's exactly. fucking spent 15 no. grand on. You're not to thinking make I it bet that dude can drift. Yeah. You well, don't. You yeah. don't think that. They do. They think that of each other, but I think it is, I don't know, there, there is often that thing. It's And women's handbags play that role. There's different things that, you know, f- that we use to signify Engagement stuff. Engagement rings. Engagement rings. I think you get, some people get envious of, you know, nice expensive jewellery yeah, Look at your, you've got a big one. You're saying that I've always looked at your big. Have you Ellen's been envious of it? Yeah, well, I have to say I have because I don't have one. I don't have an engagement ring. I've just got a wedding ring and I look at your big engagement ring and I go, oh, I wouldn't mind one of those. <laughs> A nice big one. Let's buy it for myself. I don't get envious of it like envy, but I do look at it and think I, I've coveted it. Yeah. You know, I thought I covered it and Better steal it, it and I wear it. Yeah. And then you go, that's my ring. I went, oh no, actually, it's not. Not anymore. It, I've got one made just like yours. <laughs> Possession. Because, <laughs> you know, nine. I think that's why envy is a problem because it leads to murder. Yep. Because um, I'm going to have to cut it off your finger. And if I cut your finger off, you're going to report me. And I'm going to notice. Yeah, so I'm going to have to kill you to get that <laughs> ring and bury you. Then I'm going to have to tell Alex we went on a tour, she went to the shop, she didn't come back, and I had a ring made just like hers. Um, and after a while, no one will know. See, that's what happens. You get yourself in very deep water. Yeah, you do, from yeah. being envious and jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a naturally jealous person. I couldn't be as far as in my relationship no, because Alex is away a lot. I just, I've never even... I mean, maybe I'm clueless. Maybe he's rooting his way around the world like a happy well, what chappy. what does it matter? You're happy. Who I don't. Cares? I don't think he is, and so that's all I need to know. <laughs> well, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. You're happy. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah, everyone's happy. All these girlfriends are happy. Um, But, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, that's right. They won't be when he when he finishes his job and he's not turning up again. Um, There's – but there's some, some people who couldn't be in a relationship like mm. Alex and I. No. Isn't that – could you – could you? Yeah, I could. Yeah, okay. I like that. I like distance in a Probably relationship. Probably couldn't when you were younger, maybe. Some people get jealous of their partners, things like, I can't stand, I'd hate to be in a relationship and I've had it happen where your partner's jealous of your friends, 
Oh. How much time you spend with your female friends. I've had that. It's jealous of if you have activities that you go to. Jealous that you get more attention. Jealous. Oh my god. Yeah. Relationships are full of jealousy. Actually, yeah, they are. And it, and it's and competition. So toxic. Yeah. And I I guess it, yeah, well here I am at the start. I go no, I'm not envious of anything. I do get envious sometimes and have throughout the years of Alex. Oh, the freedom. That, well. And also that thing, and look, at everyone's husband, if they ever go away without them, probably do it. He just, um, you know, packs his bag and on his way out I can see him. He's like, now, have I got my passport? Yep, got my little, okay, see ya. You know, he's just gone. Whereas when I go away, it's like, okay, now who's going to look after the dog? I've got I've got like a, a, like a manual for the house that I yeah. leave for my kids. Okay, here's how you work the washing machine. You're going to have to make sure you do washing because you've got clean, in your, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got uh, to do an for itinerary. For me to leave, it's two days of planning. For yeah. him to leave, it's half an hour of having a shower, having a shave, packing his little wheelie bag. He, I'm envious of that, that he can go away with a wheelie, just a carry-on yeah. luggage for a month. And he just goes, have I got my passport? Have I got my – yeah, okay, I'm good to go. Yeah. Not really a kept because I'm going to be here doing all that stuff. So I'm envious of that. That's, yeah. but I, I guess that has been a thing in our relationship that I'm a bit like, oh, fuck, it's all right for you. You can just walk out of here. Yeah, and sometimes people get envious of like, you know, you're not envious of your husband playing golf, but some women oh, yeah, might get a bit envious of the golf. Yeah. Like you'd rather be with golf than me. Yeah. And you go, I would go good. Yeah. Um, no, I love I love the golf. Well, I know some some women have said to me, you know, doesn't it drive you nuts that he's gone all day? And I go, it's those two last words. Have a think about that. <laughs> all day. <laughs> it's gone all day. How good is that? And then he comes home, he's really tired. And I've also talked about the golf clothes. Yeah. You can't love a man in golf clothes. No, you can't. You can't. You know Although that. you were perving on the golfers the other night at the pub. Well, on the big screen, cute. it was it was good. like the Scottish Junior they Championship really or something. Yeah, so they were young I Scottish you boys. Like, I thought you meant like I was going to say a local golf club. I went, oh, I don't think I was, and I went, actually, yes, I was. I do remember going; they were quite hot looking. Yeah, which is unusual for golf. Let's, you know, I don't want to generalise, but mm. come on. Yeah, I think that would. They're be... They're not like AFL players I out there whacking the ball around. What it must be like being in a relationship with, you know, you know, imagine being married to like Brad Pitt or or John Mayer or someone like that, and. You know, you, how would you make peace with that? You'd be the, on the antibiotics with you, John Mayer. On the, anti- <laughs> <laughs> on the antidepressants. Yeah, probably. And the antihistamines <laughs> yeah, so you don't everything. swell up. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, that would be hard, wouldn't it? I think it? that would be hard. It'd be hard not because they run in circles where, you know, you are surrounded by amazing, interesting, um, beautiful, incredible people yeah. all the time. You yeah. know, so that would be... And complete strangers know who you are. Yeah. That would be the hard thing. I've seen, I told you one time when you were away and I was at a function and your husband was there and there was a woman there. She was doing all, she was flicking her hair and she kept Aww. touching him and she and he was just eating his little curry, you know, like just having a nice chat with her, actually completely oblivious to the fact that she was almost like dry humping his oh, leg. Oh, that's so cute. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, and that's nice that you do that. You don't go, who the fuck was she? No. You nice know. that they they like it, but yeah. you know, I think I think I've evolved past that sort of relationship. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think I think you get to a point in your life where you go, none of that shit's important, and it's not real. Often, yeah. it's fabricated in your mind. Well, it doesn't get you anywhere. No, but I also imagine it probably would be hard if you were in a. I think what happens is I think it's around status, and if you have lower status than your, I'm just making this up, right? But if you. <laughs> 
if you feel like you're on equal as opposed to everything else we say. Status, like, all, we have a lot of it's all scientifically factual. No, if we had um, you know, if, some, if you feel like if you feel like your 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 husband or your partner has higher status than you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in their relationship, and you're a slightly lower status, I I reckon you're always going to feel that sense of you know lack of security. But if you have equal status and sometimes higher status. <laughs> It's fine. It's going great. It's going, it's going good. You go, oh, yeah, whatever. Status yeah. is good. I, th- I think that that's about power in relationships. Yeah. And if you feel disempowered, you are. So my my advice would be to up your status. <laughs> you know, <laughs> start on Facebook, and then. Well, so, speaking of Facebook, social oh media. God, I think social so media yeah. makes people very envious because. You know, I, I know in particular one person who is going through a pretty horrible marriage breakup but puts this unbelievable, you know, image of her. Like, you know, she wants to leave her husband. Some pretty horrible shit has been happening. She hasn't done it yet, but puts all this stuff about, you know, what an amazing man he is and that their life. And you kind of go, why the fuck are you doing that? Because she's going to take him by surprise. Yeah, maybe. If if she put, he's a fuckhead, he knows what's coming. He's on Facebook. And he is, he, this, this could be a good plan. Your friend could be very clever. He's not. He doesn't. He's not going to see it's coming. She's probably been to the solicitor. She's got king it sewn hit from up. Behind. Yeah, when it happens, you go, oh, I you, hope so. I don't even see it coming. Yeah, I don't even see it. Oh, she was just saying last she's week. I was the best dude ever, <laughs> and I yeah. went. I keep doing more of what I'm doing. Yeah, and then she's just. Not, she, this could be a strategy. She could be probably one of the smartest women on the planet, let's or hope. the most deluded. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's hope it's that because we do. When you know, when we put a photo up on Facebook, you know. Do, do we put it up so people go, oh, my God, that's amazing. You know, like oh yeah, you put it up of a nice angle of your house or your property or well, something put so it looks really beautiful. A- you know, like I wouldn't go and take a photo around my water tanks. No, the back But is- I would out the front <laughs> where I mow and I'm really fucking proud of that. Yeah. And people should be envious of my grass because it's be. good. You've got good lawn. Yeah. But out the back where the water tanks are, mm-mm, no photos going on Facebook. I envious of some things. Like, I don't mind being envious of your lawn. Um, does, it, does it make you want to achieve higher things in your life maybe? Makes me think I might want more grass one day. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a – I think we like to boast as humans. We, yeah. like, we like to show off. Yeah. And the reason we like to show off is we like other people to want what we've got. And if people want what we've got, then maybe what we've got is good. But if nobody wants what we've got, maybe we don't want what we've got. Yeah. It doesn't show That's very pride great thing, stability, it? does it? Mm. Like, it does show quite shallowness. Mm. Still want a nice car. We're all so fucked up. Um, what's the punishment? Let's have a look at the punishment oh, before the punishment. we finish. That, what is the punishment what do you think it for would be? I think being murdered, <laughs> um, having your car taken off you. Um, not sure. Put in freezing water. Oh, being taken off Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would freezing that water. would kill the insta influencers. Oh, Put in freezing water and the color. I love the colors. Uh the color for envy. Pink. What do you think it is? Think mm. of the saying. Green. Green with green. envy. Yeah, of course that's it's where green. it comes from. Put in freezing water. Look, that's okay. Some people pay for that. I don't I think that's a silly punishment. I don't well, I think compared they... to you know, others have fucking smothered in fire and brimstone and all they've done is up the immune thrown system. Thrown into a snake pit. They've actually that's good for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All you that know, cryogenic. That's the Wim Hoffen Hoffen thing. Mm. You know, I don't know. I think you could come up with a much better, um, a much better way of doing it. Mm. Like you could be forced to drive a really shit car if you're like a Ferrari driver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and you have to go and park it in between really nice cars. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> that would be a good punishment. Yeah, I think that could That's be good. good. I reckon we've done with envy. I th- I think a lot of our you know a lot of you ladies and and dudes out there. I reckon you're all cool. I don't reckon a lot of us everyone, really we, We've well, all got a little bit. Have a little we bit. Have, I think there you is. Know, I thought I was pretty cool, but evidently I'm not. Well, I undid you. Um, you did undo me. <laughs> now you know you. that I now you know that I'm envious of well, you know I'm envious of your legs and stuff anyway. Yeah, it's all right. But you know, um, we all have our little bits and pieces. So what are we gonna do next week? We've only got two more to go in oh, this and we're then, running we, out of then sins. we start out well, yeah. Greed. Let's do greed. Do greed. Because I want to finish on wrath. Yeah. I think wrath is the big one. Yeah. Which is one of the fa- lust and wrath are my two favourites. Yeah. Is it wrath or wrath? See, I keep saying wrath. I say wrath. You say wrath because you're from the good side of town. I'm <laughs> envious about that. I'm from Queensland. <laughs> Someone said the other day, it was so sweet, they, they bought a book and they said, it's going to my daughter and she's so lovely. She goes, she's posh like Ellen. <laughs> and I'm going, I've got to tell Ellen that. You're going to love that. Did she? She's yeah. posh like after she saw our show. Yeah. You're the wow. posh one, as it turns out. I'm the bogan. <laughs> I read what I read between the lines. I don't know what you're saying. Maybe, it, maybe it's because I talk about my bogan yeah, dog. That's, that's why I say wrath. Wrath. Okay. You're, wrath. you're trying to be posh like Ellen. Wrath. Wrath. <laughs> I think it is wrath. It depends where you are. The wrath. Well, we're going to talk about that last, but next week we're talking about greed. That's going to be fun. Yeah, greed's good. Yeah. All right. Um, I hope you're all well out there, and I hope you're still enjoying this. And. We're going to go and we'll be here next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy Nolan. See you later. Turtles. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us and rate us wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic. It really makes a difference. We're not sure how it makes a difference, but it really does make a difference. It gets us out there well, apparently, even actually, more. I don't even have a clue how it makes a difference. No, but, you know, I don't know, but that's what they tell us to who say. Who are these people that rate? <laughs> the podcast raters. <laughs> <laughs> We're produced by us with a lot of help from our wonderful fellow funny friend, Lindsay Webb. So thanks, Lindsay. And our original woman like us music is written and performed by Gian and Simon. So thanks to them. Thanks to them. We'll be back next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. We're, We're women, women like, like us. us. See ya. See ya.